Hello and welcome to Trolls of the Tutan Bridges or TO Triple TB. My name is John and I am Percival Silverlight. Welcome once again to our lovely, 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 lovely podcast. Thank you for joining us. Of course, you can rave about how wonderful we are on all of our social medias and all of your social medias, because that's what people do. Of course, if you can't get to any social medias, tie your message to a pigeon and throw it out a window. Don't do that. This week, we have some reasons to draw some more character art, which, in my opinion, sounds a lot like... Adventure! Percival Silverlight. This morning we have mostly been discussing our dreams. They seem to be tied deeply to our own personal experiences, which isn't a surprise. But also they seem tied to the vision we shared with Grandfather Zatembe and the malice-filled red burning eyes of some misanthrope or demon, which is more of a surprise. I cannot say for sure what it all means, so we have all decided to see how Grandfather Zatembe is and seek his counsel. After doing so, we have a meeting with Akene, one of the merchant princes. I'm sure we're in for a relaxing day of tea and crumpets. Adventure! Okay, you head on up through the rain. It still hasn't let up very much, so as you sort of step out into the rain, it is again, it is like stepping into a shower. There's just a deluge of hot water. Well, I say hot. It's lukewarm. Hits you, and you're just immediately drenched. So the queen looks at the other side. Come on, then, let's go, let's run. And she starts jogging. (laughs) Bye. I imagine them just like walking and Siliquis just doing like laps around them. Um, <laughs> hey, we'll we catch you up. You know, they, they've done tests. You get more wet if you run. <laughs> it's all right. It'll dry. I, I haven't got anything that's going to go rusty. It's fine. Oh, fair enough. As you make your way through the city, you get up towards the Grand Souk and you can indeed carry out the shopping that you want to do. Zibi, of course, is swapping out his armour. That takes a little while, because obviously they need to double-check that they've got the straps correctly hold so that they can set it up. Um, mm-hmm. Is there any specific bits of shopping, I asked tentatively? Is, is there anything that you guys do want um, to do while you're here? Siliqui wants to see if there's any special inks, pigments, or tattoos in it all. Okay, so for inks and tattoos, uh-huh. we did have... I Ooh, had a uh, link somewhere. Where did I put it? Who knows? Uh, oh, yeah, so God, many God, different God, God knows where, where on earth did I put that um, 
do you want me to look at, uh, for it later and then say if there's anything on there I want to buy and if it is that available and then you can say yes no and I'll say well I bought that you know yeah in post if that makes sense she's just going to have a look what there is it's just window shopping yeah. flash yep. art yeah. yeah from what I can remember there is a variety of different sort of special links that are on offer mm-hmm. including things that are sort of colour changing there's a few sort of magical effects like light up um, ink where it can sort of add a command word can light up as a sort of like torch there's things like 3D art that can either float up off of the skin momentarily or can move across the skin, depending on, the, again, the price of how much you want to pay and uh, what what exactly it is you want done on your skin. She's also going to um, look at the tattoo artist. So I'm assuming there's more than one tattoo artist in uh, Port Nazaro anyway. There are a couple. Yeah. She's going to have a look at their abilities and their quality of art because she's quite a snob. You know, it needs to be a really good artist that's doing it as well. So what they have done is, because um, of course the tattoo artists uh, display their work on each other yeah. to some extent. They seem to have this system where, you know, one particular artist has tattooed one of the other artists and that's the sort of way of going, oh, you like the tattoos on me? Oh yeah, they made them. Mm. I have no idea if that's actually how that works. It probably isn't, but never mind. Uh, it makes sense though, yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think that makes sense. Anyway, I, I regardless. It would be rather difficult to do your own back piece. Exactly. Yeah, for example. You can see that, again, as with uh, real tattoo artists, there is a variety of uh, experience. Obviously, those that are more experienced have clearly got, you know, a much better handle of the skill, creating far more defined uh, defined art um, and a lot more sort of uh, realistic-looking art, depending on what they've got. And then you've got kind of the people that have have started out um, the and the ones that they've got to show yeah. off. Yeah, the apprentices. They're, they're still all right. They're good, but they're just, they're in some way, they're sort of lacking. Straight lines aren't as straight. It's a bit slightly, wo- yeah, slightly yeah. wobbly outlines are a bit too thick. Yeah. <laughs> Shading slightly off. They, they haven't got as many intricate things to show, which you think is because they haven't been brave enough to try it yet. A portrait of a face looks like it's been burned slightly. <laughs> yeah, sort yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ah, the famous burned man. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, possibly, possibly thinks that with magic they could potentially like have it removed. Their version of laser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, their version of laser. I kind of feel like magic. There's probably something there, like somebody's created a spell specifically for that task. But then some people probably. still keep things, so they just some people just have no idea that what tattoos on them is actually shit. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you going to get, Siliqui? You're going to get an anchor or a, or a puma? Something like that. I two swallows. <laughs> swallows. That's always a good one. Hmm. I um. I think I'll uh, decide that myself. <laughs> I think my taste is slightly different from you. Oh, you could you could get a picture of a dog. <laughs> I could get a picture of your face, Percival. I'm going to get a picture of your face right on my ass. Oh, would you like me to sign it? <laughs> Would you like me to sign it? I'd be more than happy to sign it. I just have it. this absolutely amazing image of Percival with no understanding of how to tattoo, sat there with like his 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 needle on a stick and his little wooden hammer, <laughs> sitting there attempting to sort of you know attempting sign. to use his calligraphy skill to tattoo his name, but with no understanding of what he's doing, uh, and it's just this sort of random smush that looks like you know. A four-year-old who's, you know, attempting to copy something they've seen in a book but doesn't really understand. They're looking really proud of it. Uh, like, yes. The only way we get better is to do. <laughs> and do again. Anyway, back at the plot. Um, <laughs> so, yes, there is a range. 
Um, I have no particular sort of thought in mind for like how exactly to change up prices and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure from what I can remember of the rules I found, the prices are kind of left up to the DM. So yeah. I will do a bit of research into that. Um, but yeah, certainly out of game, we can have a bit of a conversation about what you would like, yeah. and then we can sort of. Uh, we can d- yeah, in. we can work yeah. out we can work out some free time where you can say Siliqui goes for a couple of hours and gets this done. That's cool. Anything else anybody else particularly wants to deal with in the Grand Souk? Uh, there was a couple of bits I wanted to quickly grab. Nothing yep. spectacular. Uh, I wanted no. to get a scimitar, mm-hmm. uh, which is 25 gold, I believe. Uh-huh, yep. Uh, another tent, because my one was trash. I was just thinking the same thing, actually. Yeah. <laughs> if there's stuff from the player's handbook that you want to buy, as long as you just pay the amount in there, you can just get it from the Grand Souk. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, only, it's only if you want something special that isn't listed no, there. No, not really. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was just making sure that it was known, no, that I was I was going to certainly get a scimitar and, uh, yep. and stuff. Um, and uh, one last thing. I want to get a whip. You want to get a whip? Okay, dokie. You're a kinky man. Got it. Um, no, I've, I've got to go full indie. That's yeah. <laughs> Rana, Rana, Rana doesn't need anything expensive, um, but he does. He does briefly visit a cloth and leatherworks merchant um, mm-hmm. and gets some small, unexplained tears repaired on the seam of uh, his his trousers. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They don't need explaining. They speak for themselves. Okay, thanks. Um, to be anything else you particularly wanted to deal with? Uh, no, I'm all good. Um, <laughs> did you want me to describe my armor for everybody? Or? For the listeners? Yes. Uh, yeah, for listeners, you can describe the armor that you get. So, um, what Zibi has uh, replaced his rather tattered and worn uh, clothing, although he does retain his bearskin cloak. Mm-hmm. He's not wearing it. It's rolled up as part of his bedroll at the minute. But uh, um, <laughs> so it's just, uh, a long, bright red tunic, um, embroidered with thunderclouds, gusts of wind, lightning bolts, etc., along the edges, and mm. uh, silver buttons up the front and uh, up the sleeves to roughly the elbow. Um, and it's uh, tied with a sash around his middle. But uh, that's been made from his uh, uh, part of his kilt. Uh, so it's right. his dark green family tartan. Is that the sash that's made a part of his kilt? The sashes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, he just had a couple of sort of silvery tassels added to each end uh, to make it a bit more bling. Does that mean Zibby's um, not going to be wearing his kilt or his kilt's got shorter? Uh, it's well, now no, a the, the, the kilt has <laughs> a thing that goes over the shoulder. <laughs> uh, with, with a traditional kilt, you have, the, you have the bit that goes around the waist and it goes over the shoulder as well. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so that bit, the bit that went over the shoulder. So he's still got the kit. Oh okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's not going to give it away. Um, that's wrapped up carefully at the bottom of his pack. I was just concerned about how much how much leg we were going to all be seeing. <laughs> uh, well, no, the uh, the the tunic comes down to roughly his knees anyway. Oh, okay. Um, so and uh, and under that he's got a pair of sort of like loose uh, loose trousers and sort of high boots. And over one shoulder he's got a nice little uh, sort of leopard skin cape. Uh, which just wears over one shoulder and over the top of that is armor which and to be honest if you want to get an idea of what this looks like you probably if you just look up polish hussars armor you'll mm-hmm. get an idea of uh what this looks like so it's a really sort of shiny silver armor uh with uh, the edges picked out in uh, in brass and if you look carefully in fact zibi points to it it's etched with uh 
prayers to Thor in Dwarvish. Oh, wow. Nice. Mm. Is there a reason why you've picked Dwarvish as a language to do the prayers, where you're obviously you're not a dwarf? They make the best armour. Well, yes, you've got Dwarven Forge, but I was wondering um, if, if there's a particular reason for Zibi to pick that language. I just have uh, an affinity with the dwarves. Um, I've known lots of dwarves, and uh, some of them are quite good friends of mine. Oh, that's lovely. So, uh, you could call it beard love. I, uh, this is where I got some of the idea for some of the braids from as well. It looks very nice. And uh, you, you see Zibby's, you know, Zibby's actually looking uh, quite pleased with himself. Normally he's a, just a bit sort of all over the place and um, quite, not scruffy, but um, dishevelled. And you look at him, he's actually sort of looking at himself and going, I, I quite like this. This is good. So the queen puts both their hands to uh, Zibby's face like, by his jaw sort of tickles his jaw and beard he goes and you have a lovely beard it's beautiful and then <laughs> and then but yeah you look you look very smart it is it's really fetching hey well it cost me enough so it better do it's uh <laughs> you might have some work to keep it so shiny though otherwise it will show every fingerprint I, I do think it's quite understated though Zibi they gave me a nice little cloth that I can just buff things out well that's good <laughs> You do know, though, if you, you can't stand in front of Percival because he will not he'll get nothing done. He'll be looking at himself in your armour forevermore. <laughs> no work, no fighting, nothing will happen. Looking in your ass constantly with a shiny butt. <laughs> hey, I know. I can, I can see him already. You look, his eyes are just like glazing over. <laughs> Straightening his eyebrows. It's amazing. <laughs> It's like my eyes follow you wherever they go. <laughs> so, having collected your various goods from the Grand Souk, you head on up through the Merchant Wards, following routes that are now becoming quite familiar to you, to be honest, heading on up to the Temple of Severas, um, and I, I, I kind of presume cheerily greeting Gary at the door. Hey, um, Hi, Gary! Hey, hey Gary. Oh, hello, welcome. It's it's good. It's good to see you again. Are, are you well, I, Zibby? That's new armor, isn't it? Nice of you to notice. Have you had a haircut? Oh, do you know, I didn't think you would uh, you would notice. But yes, in fact, I, I've I've had a nice little trim. <laughs> you just got a mullet. How can, yeah. He's actually got a mohawk. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> no. How can I how can I help you today? I would like to see Grandfather Sir Tembe and make sure he's okay after. Yesterday, ah. day before yesterday, last night. Yesterday, yeah. it was yesterday. It was literally, it was last it was night. Yes, yeah, 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 it does. Yeah. It does. Time is a funny thing in D and D, but yes, it was. It was last night. Yes, uh, grandfather's a tempe. Now, you see, I'm sure he would. He would love to see you, but he's. As far as I know, he hasn't yet regained consciousness. I'm afraid. So, whether or not he really would like to see you just now, I'm. I, I can't actually answer for sure. Um, uh, can we have a quick chat with one of the? Um uh, what was the, um Can anybody even remember the name of that guy that, the one uh, that was on the vision toes. thing with us? Uh, let's have a look. Uh, the one that told Steve? us how. Yeah, Steve. I think his I think his name was Steve. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, Steve. Steve. Steve was also the name of uh, Rana as a monkey. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, a, it's an excellent name. Uh, I'm not it. Gary tells you that uh, Steve would be available to meet, and he directs you to uh, to, to his office. Um, so, if you would like, you can go up and meet the acolyte, which I assume you guys would like to do. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yes. yeah. 
you are met in a little room that serves both as office and as the bunk for Steve, much similar to Grandfather's Atembe. And he looks at you, he looks at you quite pleased, but there's also, you detect there's an ever so slight air of trepidation there as well. Hello, uh, it's lovely to see you all again. Uh, how, how, how can I help? We don't mean to intrude or um, get in the way of your day. I'm sure you're very busy. The cares of the Temple of Severas are not overbearing. Just, just kind of sweeping. Persevere. That kind of thing. There's more to it. There's teaching. There is teaching, of course, to do. We, oh, we are, teaching. after all, we are after all a, sweeping? Uh, a s- no, no. We are a, we are a centre of learning about sweeping. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And we, uh, yes, without beyond our capabilities as diviners, we are, in a way, we are a school. So we have plenty to deal with, but I, I'm currently overseeing the sort of the management and the, the, uh, the, it begins with an A, uh, not accounting. Administration? Administrative, that's the one, <laughs> yep. The administrative duties of the, uh... <laughs> I see you're the admin. Thank you, Thank you Rana. Um, As a note, that, that wasn't Rana. Rana doesn't know what administration means. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want him to. I know. Actually, it's I think one, you're fine. One My worst permit is 129. Everyone does a double take as Rana's just kind of like administration. Thank you, Rana. Yes. <laughs> Rana turns around and starts discussing the logistical capabilities of the current administration. Uh, and... <laughs> We just have absolutely no idea. No, Rana does not do that. Rana doesn't. No. Know what, he doesn't know what administration means. Rana mm. is currently um, admiring just the general scenery and mm. staring out the window if there is one. <laughs> but yeah, how, how can I help? Uh, I, we have a weird, well, a few weird questions, really. I mean, we're very sorry about to hear about Grandfather's Atembe still. Um, we did partly come here to check on him and to see how he's doing. He is doing okay. The nurse tells me that apart from just occasional peculiarly but she seems to be getting like static shocks off of him once in a while but cool. beyond that there doesn't seem to be any other uh i don't know for want of better word symptoms he's just he's just asleep i think at least the nurse seems to think he will be coming around soon oh that's amazing so he's he's asleep and mildly electric that would be one way of interpreting it i suppose but I'm pretty sure it's it's not something that we've ever had happen before. There is thunder in the air. Perhaps there is, you know, there's there's some something strange happening there. Perhaps it's got nothing to do with the grandfather at all. Hey, sorry about that. Falls a bit funny that way. Is he on a synthetic blanket? <laughs> yes, out of game. That is just that's my little nod to what uh, to what Zuby did. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I have. Um, it sound, it's going to it's going to sound quite strange. Um, but then I think most things we've come up and said to any of you have been quite strange anyway. So it's probably not any you no know, much of a shock. Um, but yourself <laughs> or anybody that was in the room that did this crying with grandfather's attempt last night. Um, did any of you have any weird, weird dreams last night? I, I, I only ask because all of us independently had very strange dreams that were permeated by certain things that were the same in each dream. We wanted to know if any of you have had anything like that. Strange dream? Can you, can you elaborate slightly? What kind of strange dream have you been having? Well, we all had uh, dreams that were personal to us. For example, mine was actually something that happened in my past but you know how dreams can jump between one thing and another of it was course. doing that a bit but some of it was from the vision that we had with grandfather's September at the start there was the drums again from the vision they were in all of our dreams 
and at the end of the dream it was something that all of us had the end in the vision that you that we all have with grandfather's September do you remember the end of the vision I do indeed yes uh, I remember and he he shivers a little bit as he sort of clearly remembering that rather horrid last image of the vision I remember that thing that attacked us yes that thing its eyes especially its eyes its face but mainly its eyes we all had visions in within our dreams that was the last thing i think that all of us saw wasn't it well this is very peculiar very strange indeed you say you all had this similar sort of dream connected by these these themes from the vision yes i've never had anything like it before very peculiar it's hmm, not something i've necessarily Mm, heard of specifically but the communion is a well an interesting ritual it is one that as i think i explained when you had the vision it's one where the tea and the incense are are designed to open one's mind to the clairvoyant vibrations of the world and it sometimes can have a lasting effect we, after all, are acolytes of Severus. We we regularly, well, I say regularly, some of us do have visions, sometimes unconnected to the issues that we are actually asked to observe through our scrying. And that is as a result of our connection to the divine, of our, of our learnings. But for someone on the outside, I suppose having this for the first time is, is bound to have some after effects, some widening of your mental states perhaps some mental barrier or some mental link has been established here for for good or evil i'm i'm not sure i can determine i just felt it felt very weird it it felt so disturbing even in the dream it's just strange that it was the same ending to each of our dreams it wasn't just something featured in all of them it was exactly the same thing that woke us all up from quite a horrible night really Yes, I, I, it's 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 all very very strange. Hmm. So n- none of you that you know of have had this same kind of. Certainly, I myself have not had any dreams like that. Although, I find sometimes dreams are sometimes fleeting. I can ask perhaps with the other acolytes and uh, see if anybody else has had any sort of strange dreams regarding these red eyes or, or or anything else that we saw in the vision but again nobody has yet approached me and often dreams are one of those things that we do we share quite openly amongst ourselves here is of course being diviners dreams are sometimes much more than they seem um, yes. if we do hear of anything I can of course let you know but as I say right now uh, perhaps it is best to wait until Grandfather's Tembe is better. Perhaps, perhaps he will know more. Perhaps he will know for definite what this might be an indication of. Oh. All of this is becoming increasingly bizarre. I mean, it, it certainly reminds me of one of my books. I, uh, I met a wizard once that uh, tried to cast a spell on a very important king without him knowing. The subject had to be asleep so that we could travel into the dream world and pretend that we were part of his dreams so that we could convince him to give up his kingdom. 
Oh, I was loveless. a key figure in our team leading the assault against the king's imaginary defenses. Of course, it probably would have been easier just to kill him outright and to expose him. Um, but, you know, look, I even picked up a little souvenir and he pulls out this tiny spinning top. <laughs> <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> okay. Rana leans over uh, and mutters to Zubi and says, uh, Has Percy been, uh, he mimes like licking something in his hand and says, <laughs> Frogs? And then, like, nods, like that's a thing, like frog licking. <laughs> totally a thing. People do. <laughs> totally a thing. All Percival ever does. Um. <laughs> licking frogs. Yep. Percival, now, um, either every time you regale something like this, I don't know why, but you always suggest that it's, um, it reminds you of one of your books rather than one of your actual adventures that you yourself went on. Like, why would it not remind you of your adventure that you were participating in, if you if you had participated, rather than it just reminding you, you of your book that you also apparently wrote? Look, I'll, I'll be completely honest with you, Siliqui. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Percival just walks off. <laughs> <laughs> Siliqui, very trusting. And he just walks yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, just completely ignores <laughs> that just like I'll be completely honest with you yeah. <laughs> I'll be completely honest with what Siliqui looks at um, okay Siliqui looks at Zibby and raises just both her eyebrows see what do I do <laughs> Steve looks confused but a kind of resigned confused like he's just kind of like oh this is just this is this is how this goes <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> <laughs> I've yeah. heard about this. Yeah. Gary told me. Satembe yeah. <laughs> warned me about you guys. <laughs> we just stood in his room. Yeah. <laughs> just talking shit. Yeah, basically. <laughs> right, what are you well, guys going to th- do? Thank you very much, Steve. Um, we, we do appreciate the... Uh, the help that you have you have uh, so kindly put forward. Um, As I say, if you pass again, I will I will speak with the other acolytes and see if anybody has and if anybody has any strange visions or dreams similar to yours, I will I will be sure to send you a letter. And obviously, once uh, Grandfather's Tembe as well, um, I'm sure he will want to see you as well. Uh, well, I I say I'm sure. I have no idea what he's thinking right now, but um, uh, we will we will send word when he when he awakens. That would be very appreciated. Be something about sweeping. Waxing on and off. I don't know. Does he do that? He just ignored him. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> I like to think that is just Steve. Just kind of like, just just like, just like, okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Moving on. So, yeah. Are you guys going to head on out? Do you still have anything else you want to ask Steve just now? or uh, There wasn't anything else that we needed to talk to him about, was there? Um, I don't no. Think I mean, you so. could ask him about, the, if you wanted to, about that snake place at Yunti or whatever but he might not know anything he might be able to look in the library or speak to somebody that's more, more specialised um, yeah it's probably worth talking with uh, ooh, who would be good for that well Wakanga has his own library and Wakanga might have heard some stuff or we could go to the actual library Wakanga's library was his head no uh, no no, he does have an actual okay, library as well. Yeah, that he offers. Yes, he actually has a palace. He doesn't need a mind palace. <laughs> <laughs> Did my mind hovel? Come on, if Wakanga had a mind palace, do you think? Well, unless he's just trying to totally screw 
Siliqui over. But like, you know, I gave him <laughs> the option to... Yeah, I was about to say, careful what you say there. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but then if, even if he was trying to do that, do you think putting, if he was that smart, you know, like if, if he had such a mind palace, he would put a bet on... Uh, at the Colosseum that would make her lose and get angry at him (laughs) (laughs) he might he might be super great at mind palaces and not so great at betting that's all that's entirely possible he makes a very good point it's almost like it's almost like it's it's almost like the bet wasn't something that you could predict almost like something determined by like a (laughs) dice roll or something no never (laughs) (laughs) just saying number generating we pick up again you guys are heading out of uh, the Temple of Severus you've met with Steve you've chatted about uh, the visions and determined that uh, (laughs) he and the acolytes don't seem to have had any dreams though he will just double check to sort of verify and let you know if anybody does yeah Um, I understand that you guys were then going to head to the meeting with Akene at the Turkey Anchorage oh he's going to get some lunch so we don't really have much to talk about pretend we got lunch Greekus Otherwise, yep. Uh, just, yeah. Well, we got takeout. <laughs> We're eating on the yeah. way. Zippy's walking around with cheesy chips. Well, that's the thing, actually. Yeah. As you're heading over towards the Grand Souk, I'd like everyone to roll me a perception check. Oh please. no. Ooh. Yep. Don't pull this kind of stuff on us, um, Greg. Oh my God! Two of us just rolled natural ones. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, no, well, I've rolled a natural two. Oh, oh God. Oh, Joe, what have you got? Okay, I haven't rolled yet. This is on me. Uh, <laughs> I literally. Yeah. So it's oh. a five in total from me. I got 17. Woohoo! One of us had their eyes open. Mine's a six, okay. but actually, I rolled a natural one. I was just happened to have five. You know, <laughs> no, that's still. a one. <laughs> yes, okay, it's a natural one, let's face it. As you guys are heading on down, you make your way through the streets and towards the Grand Souk. And again, the rain is just absolutely chucking it down. So, you know, it's literally drumming a tattoo on most of the roofs around you. And it certainly seems that Rana, Siliqui and Zibi, you lot are just absolutely deafened by this. But Percival, for whatever reason, you manage to hear over the loud rain you hear what sounds definitely like a little shout behind you. So you are able to turn, and you're able to see what is charging towards you. It takes you a second (laughs) in the rain to realise what it is, but that second is possibly all the hope that you have, because you realise that barrelling towards you, not particularly fast, but very fast for something that weighs probably about a couple of tonnes, is a triceratops Ooh. Um, <laughs> aiming heading right towards you you have just enough room to uh, to squeeze out of the way but the others it seems haven't noticed what are you going to do Percival you have one action <laughs> <laughs> you were us wow it's literally it's on top of you and over the over the sound of the rain the only thing that's given you this indication is you heard a shout behind you <laughs> wow okay uh, you're, you're saying that what, what we're sort of going through uh, kind of alleyway or something like that is yeah my it, to my mind you're basically you're going through this gate here oh, okay um, which is essentially yeah. like an archway and you're halfway through it it's just wide enough that you could possibly squeeze up against the size as the Triceratops goes past. That's not going to be it's, fun. There's not really enough room to like push people out of the way or anything, and you're maybe you could run for it. It's like I say, it's split second. You just there's a Triceratops bearing down on you. What do you do? Uh, okay, is is there like? Oh God. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> so I'm just just double checking. Um, <laughs> Everyone wiped out. <laughs> at the end of wow. This session. What happened? Is it runaway triceratops? It wasn't even a fight. TPK with an errant triceratops. Wow, this is going to be fun. You just put all your new armour as well, Zibby. Oh no! Zibby trampled. Okay, come on, John. What are you doing? Okay, so I jumped. I'm half tempted to say that you're just standing there bemused. Wow. Well, so there's not really any space either side either. Um, okay, is is there any any way that I can sort of uh, leap up to higher ground or something? So, if is there like some form of um, uh, like w- wooden kind of frame to the to the gate or anything like that that I can kind of grab onto and get myself slightly higher? I kind of imagine that the gate does have doors, so there's there'll there'll be sort of there'll be some some sort of handholds in them if you wanted to sort of scrabble up that. I imagine there is obviously also the you know Triceratops's back. You could try and get onto it, but um, that's obviously up to you whether you want to try that. I mean, basically, what I was going to try and do was was kind of lift myself out of the direct path of the Triceratops and kind of get higher than it just so that I if I end up on its back that's that's fine <laughs> basically I'm just trying to flip my way out out, out of its uh, on the oncoming big horn okay. as I do that I would also like to shout hug the wall there's a triceratops thing <laughs> okay give um, me an acrobatics check cuz it's kind of like you're trying to like leap up out of the way it all goes wrong quite possibly Yes. Okay, 14. 14. Okay, yep. You managed to hop on up and sort of hug the wall and find yourself just out of the way. As I say, there is enough room to get to the side, so you sort of, just by leaping up on and hugging yourself to the door, uh, you are able to get out of the way of the Triceratops and are slightly up off the ground. Okay, the others of you, you hear this and you turn with only just enough time to see that something is barreling towards you. I'd like you to make me a dexterity saving throw, please, all of you. <laughs> dexterity, my best uh, oh. attribute. <laughs> Not good. Uh, ten. <laughs> Seven. Okay. We all did bad. <laughs> Seven. Seven. I knew I shouldn't, have rolled, a, I knew I shouldn't have rolled a natural twenty on uh, getting free embroidery. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like it was a good deal of time. On embroidery now it's gonna seven on living. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have a yep. freaking triceratops footprint in his like nice new armor now. <laughs> well, it could be worse. It could be a nice new uh, triceratops print in my head. This is true. <laughs> so. Rana threw a four as well. Threw a four. So what's that in total, Rana? Eight. Sorry. Eight, yeah. I was was noisily drinking something, so yeah, I was on eight, yes. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Right, okay, yep. 
all of you are bowled over as this triceratops comes through it doesn't trample you what it what actually ends up happening is it's sort of its head manages to sort of fan you out luckily none of you are are speared at all by the horns but you're hit in the back and just roll off to the side slamming into the walls uh you each of you take oh you lucky devils uh two points of damage wow <laughs> oh thank god for that and you realize sort of you're, you're kind of you're you're dazed and you suddenly realize that this this huge behemoth is sort of it's running isn't quite the right word from it from your perspective percival you sort of look down and you realize that this creature is sort of it's like a light jog would overtake it basically right. um but it does seem to be completely untethered and making a break for it Ooh. and as it passes you hear again that shout from behind it i assume you sort of go to have a look at what's uh, what's shouting uh, yeah i i certainly if if there is something going on then yeah yep yeah. Uh, so as you sort of glance back that way um, you see two figures running after it one tall man running waving his hands and just behind him very clearly quite winded is a halfling both of them have are clearly drenched in the rain and they are both though the halfling at uh, winded as I say seems quite not exactly apathetic but is clearly you know struggling to maintain the energy the human on the other hand is definitely yelling towards you to say stop that triceratops stop that triceratops no problem as uh, he reaches for his whip <laughs> his new whip <laughs> <laughs> and Percival yes. with no training on this particular whip whatsoever <laughs> although he is a fighter so he's great at everything he will use his new whip <laughs> to um, oh, basically lordy. grab onto uh, one of the horns uh, as as it's going okay. by, and then and kind of just trying to just basically get it so that he's he grabs on and then drops down onto the triceratops. Okay, so this is going to be I think it's an attack for a whip. Hold on, let me see let me see if I can find a whip. Um, is it in the player's handbook? It is. Oh, I believe so. I've I've got it. Mm-mm-mm. Whip. Bas- yes, basically, so I have my proficiency got... to uh, to the attack roll. Yeah, it's it's. Just yep. So thing. make. So make the attack roll. Fucking ridiculous idea. Sorry. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, so I'm just checking. Oh, okay. So that's plus five. That's nice. That's uh, nine. <laughs> Can I ask? Uh, are they for rule and gondo? Yeah, I thought that. Yeah. <laughs> that's gondolo. You don't know that. <laughs> I'm okay. just gonna. Just gonna leave that be for a second. Just, just a double check. Are we? Do we all have the option to do an action at the same time? So you do. Um, well, you, well, you will do. Um, but what's happening at the minute is Percival is getting essentially a surprise bit because you guys have basically okay. been sort of like Barreled. bowled over <laughs> by this. It's kind of like yeah, yeah, it's it's giving it's giving Percival a chance to act, and then we will roll initiative to actually sort of keep track of what's <laughs> what's going on and what you guys are doing. Okay. Yeah. Your attack is unsuccessful, I'm afraid. So you no. sort of you make the whipping, 
um, and it just yeah it just it completely flails and it doesn't hit the triceratops it doesn't ref around it you do notice however as you're sort of aiming towards it you realize that the horns have actually been padded so actually there is that kind of added extra safety that they wouldn't necessarily have pierced if you've been caught by the horns anyway not necessarily um, but no that the attack the attack does not hit Blah. now uh, we shall roll initiative oh. to uh, determine who's doing what <laughs> 15. Initiative is... Ooh. Oh, no, it's the wrong catch. So, the initiative... Um, yes, I rolled a 7 to get out of the way and a 19 to do something about it. Uh, what's our phrase? So, 15 and... So, it'd be 18 altogether. So, wow. 18. Sibby yeah. was... Uh, what did you say? It was 19. Uh, 19, yes. 19. Um, Rana? 11. 11. Okay. And uh, Percival. 22. Damn. Okay. And the Triceratops. Alright. Okay, so Percival, having tried and failed to whip the creature, uh, it is your go. The Triceratops has just passed because you took the time to take out the whip and uh, whip it. It has gone past to the point that you can't leap to it, but you can leap down and run after it if you want. Uh, yeah, I will do so. Okie dokie, you catch up to it surprisingly quickly. Your uh, your faster faster I'm legs fast mean that you've it. caught up with it. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is kind okay. of like it's what makes it dangerous it is the size, yeah. not the uh, yeah, yeah it's the enough. size, not its speed. There's, there's this there's this kind of moment where I don't know if you've ever tried like uh, like if you've tried running next to someone's car and it's always that odd speed, like. Uh, Mm. You can't you, quite get in not, line with yeah, it. You're it's going not too quite fast, fast too enough, slow. or it's not yeah. quite slow enough. <laughs> it's not slow enough for a walk, but it's too fast. So Percival's yeah. lo- lo- like looking awkward. Um, yeah. <laughs> but but um, I, I believe Percival would attempt to uh, actually get up onto the uh, offending Triceratops. Is there any any way that I could easily do that? Or well, what you notice is that it does actually have a set of like packs strapped around it, so you can see sort of like the, the, it clearly is supposed to be ridden. Yeah. Um, you can't you can't maybe necessarily work out immediately how you're supposed to climb up it, but there are like handholds. So what I would like from you is an acrobatics, uh, or uh, is it acrobatics or an athletics? Athletics uh, is kind of more strength based. Yeah, and I'm just wondering whether or not it would be more strength-based trying to climb up it, or whether it's... Because it's not quite dexterity you're doing, because that's more if you were trying to balance on it. Yeah, I think I'm actually going to call for an athletics to climb up onto oh, it. Oh, beast. <laughs> My apologies. Okay. I'm the DM. I'm there to make your life difficult. Uh, 15. <laughs> oh, that's not bad, though. Still not bad. 15. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, is that the total roll? Oh, yes. Okay. Thank you, Yep, again, you're not entirely sure if you're climbing up it correctly. You managed to climb up it nonetheless, and you managed to climb up and uh, make it to what you think is the position. However, that will take up the rest of your movement and action. So we are now on round two. Uh, Zibby, it's your Zibby, go. Zibby and Zibby been... both got 19, didn't we? Uh, y- oh, no, uh, I both got, got 18. 19. What did yeah, you got 18. What did Zibby get? You got 19. Ah, no, Zibby okay. got 19. So, so Zibby goes first, and Zibby, yeah. 19. No, 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 19. You've just been run over by a triceratops, and you can see... Get his number plate. You can see Percival sort of hop down off of the gate and run up to it, try to climb up. What are you going to do? 
Uh, I'm going to shout at um, Percival. Uh, whip it, whip it real good. Whip it real good. I'm then going to uh, unship my hammer and. Uh, is it facing towards me or away from me? Away from you. It's kind of it's it's run it's, gone, it's, it's run into your us, back and then run past you. Oh, um, can I can I get in front of it and smack it between the eyes with my hammer? <laughs> I imagine you can. It's it's, it's slow. Speed, it's quite slow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, its <laughs> speed is quite slow. So, what's your movement again? Thirty. Thirty. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think you can manage that. It's going about the speed of a milk float. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a very heavy milk float with pointy bits. Quick, Ted! Yeah, quick, quick, Ted! Get, get on the milk float! Get on the milk <laughs> float! <laughs> we make another. So we do another sermon. Make, <laughs> make an attack for I me. I will make an attack. So that's a. Uh, it's a twenty-three to hit. Yeah, do you know what wow. that misses? No. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, no. That 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 hits. And bearing in mind, I haven't unshipped my shield, so I'm using two hands. Ooh. Uh, so roll me damage. Oh, wow. So that'd be a D ten. Uh, seven plus three, ten points of damage. Okay. The strike lands in, gives it a good old whack, but unfortunately, the Triceratops keeps going. Uh, <laughs> seeming, you see for a second that it is clearly possibly enraged um, at the at the attack that's just been leveled against it so it does continue on and you have used all your movement to get right in its way oh, oh. No. Um, I have his armor again oh. <laughs> okay. so you get hit you get run over by triceratops and then you run in front of it to get run over by it again uh, that takes us round to uh, Siliqui then uh, what are you going to do? You've seen Zibby run up uh, towards the towards the front of this creature, and you've seen Percival running to try and get onto it. Where are you going to go? Well, Siliqui, she's got forty foot of movement, mm-hmm. so she's got uh, further anyway. I think Siliqui is going to try. Uh, has he got a saddle on, or any, uh, any or a mount? No, just or? Percival. <laughs> Well, yeah. ignore it, yeah. Percival. <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of it's harder to tell, um, but yeah, as I say, it looks like it's sort of it's built up as a pack animal, um, and it looks like there is a place to sit. So it doesn't really look like a recognisable saddle exactly, though. It's just like there's a there's an area that looks yeah. like it might be. Uh, well, Siliqui uh, has got land vehicles, which includes horse. <laughs> so I'm assuming it includes, includes triceratops. triceratops. <laughs> Yep. Well, I think she's the only one of people that yep. have got <laughs> that as well. So um, she's going to do some really super like nimble, you know, like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon kind of running with fast feet kind of, you know. Basically, mm-hmm. she's going to run, yeah, uh, you know, side on. Yeah, side on to the Triceratops and run up, you know, uh, onto its back. Like, so using those mm-hmm. things and go onto its back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so so I would like an athletics check from you as well. Would up. it be athletics for her, like for if she's doing some kind of yes, cool? Because I do. Okay. It's, yeah, because it's again, it's that question of you're trying to grab it and well, pull yourself up. Well, she could run up. up the wall that's next to it, and then mm, she could true. flip. No, she could true. run up the wall and then flip over onto it and do it look really cool. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're we're running the line between athletics and acrobatics there. Yeah. So I I query the like running up the wall thing. Um, can 
do that? Is that like a feature you have, or is it uh, like a, yeah, it's a general it is, kind but of... not yet? I think. Oh mm, no, so, I'll yeah, show you. Of movement. All right, I was kind of getting fifth, more crouchy tiger starting. Sixth level, something like that. <laughs> no, actually, yeah. I think it's, I think it's actually higher than that. I think it's ninth level. You get you can run up walls. Okay. Yeah. Well, in that Sorry. case, then she actually just she can jump decently and everything else, but she uses the handholds, so and that's the normal yeah, thing. Yeah, if you were. If you actually, if you actually had sort of like the high ground and were jumping down to it, I would agree that yeah, it was an acrobatics kind of thing. Okay. But because essentially the way I see this playing out is you have to kind of like climb up it. I think it's more an athletics than an acrobatics. In that case, it is a fourteen. It is a fourteen. It is a fourteen, Mister DM. This is a fourteen indeed. That does manage it. Again, Hurrah. the Triceratops isn't going especially fast, um, <laughs> so you do manage to like sort of grab onto it. And there's that moment the two of you get to the top, and you both kind of reach the top at the same moment, and you realise Percival is trying to sit in the space you're trying to get to. <laughs> Percival, have you ever been able to ride an animal? <laughs> what? No. Move. Ah! Um, <laughs> <laughs> she just shoves him hard with her elbow moving back. Uh, this, at this point you notice that Percival's actually he's actually facing the wrong way <laughs> <laughs> you get to deal with that next turn around though okay. I'm going to say that like like Percival that's your that's your movement is getting up to that she's got 40 foot of movement though don't forget she's, she's actually that quite- is true so you definitely you definitely have the advantage on getting into the space. Are you going to want to try and get into the space before Percival gets there? Because I'm yeah. basically uh, yeah. sorry. So yeah, again, fear through the mind. Um, the uh, the idea the idea is that Percival had climbed up and had just about got to the saddle and could sort of sit in it in his next uh, go. Because these things are supposed to be sort of working at the same time. You've climbed up, found him there as well. If you want, you guys can have a roll off to determine which of you manages to get into the seat first. All right. <laughs> Fine. I, D20? <laughs> I'm more than happy to be facing the wrong way, but. Go ahead. Uh, D20. All right. Let's ro- roll off and see how you do. <laughs> I got 15. Oh. Damn you. Amazing. I can't even drive the Percival. Yeah. <laughs> Percival makes it first, and yet, Siliqui, you're instinctively, like, neither of you particularly knows how to necessarily drive. Siliqui sits on Percival's shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) She feels like she's got more idea. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) He's in the way. I kind of of figure, even though you have ridden horses and you know how to drive land vehicles, it's still a bit of a change having to (laughs) ride Triceratops. It's like, it's similar, but it's like, it's set up slightly different. It's a bit like if you're used to driving a a Robin Reliant and and then all of a sudden you're... You're, you're driving an arctic lorry yeah yeah it's like it's familiar <laughs> but also different but also she's probably still got more of an idea than somebody that's never ridden a horse that's true but Percival yeah. doesn't think about that anyway <laughs> I'm just acting I've watched one <laughs> it's now the triceratops's turn um, oh good oh, oh I'm, no, I'm going I'm, I'm, go- I'm, I'm super slow you're actually yeah you're after the triceratops so the triceratops <laughs> manages to pull away from you runner you're you're yeah you're quite stuck so the triceratops um having been smacked in the forehead by a great big hammer is going to make an attack against zibby oh. of course he is uh that is a 19 though <laughs> um yes that hits yes. that hits okie dokie so that deals you 400 points of damage. Eight points of damage this time. Yep, okay. As the Triceratops uses its momentum to kind of just knock you flying with its horns. 
you don't go prone, um, but you are knocked to one side as the Triceratops clearly puts on a bit of a spurt of speed and just sort of lumbers off. Again, it's this weird juxtaposition. It's kind of like the, the Triceratops is clearly charging. It's not charging very quickly. A bit like an old phone, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a wonderful way to describe it. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> I enjoyed that. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Um, at the same time, the two gentlemen that were running up behind, well, rather the, uh, the human uh, gentleman, uh, runs up to you, Rana. He looks ahead, and you hear him shout, "Don't, don't hurt Zongo! Don't hurt him! He's just—he's just a bit—he's just a bit excited. That's all." And uh, keeps on running. Doesn't even really seem to notice you, Rana. Especially, he's just sort of like, like pelting after this Triceratops. Though he too doesn't seem to be particularly fast at uh, running. Um, and puffing along, only just entering the gate is the halfling. This is kind of like, oh, oh, sir, I'll just I'll catch up in a. Oh. Ah, ah. And just keeps on, keeps on trying to keep up. I'm assuming that this is the intrepid duo uh, of jungle guides, the famous halfling with the other gentleman and their pet triceratops. Yes, pretty sure that would be a fairly good assessment to make. Um, Frul and Gondolo, Rana. <laughs> it's now your go. Rana will wild shape into a giant spider. Always a good move. He will advance with plenty of movement, as far as I can tell uh, from the description, until he is just behind the Triceratops, and mm-hmm. then he will shoot webs at the Triceratops' back legs in order to restrain it. Okie dokie. So how do your webs work? Um, it is a ranged weapon attack with plus five to hit. Mm-hmm. Range 30 slash 60 feet. On hit, the target is restrained by webbing. Oh, wow. As is... an action, the restrained target can make a DC 12 strength check bursting the webbing. But if it hits, they are restrained, restrained until it's their turn, and then they have to use an action to break the webbing. If the attack hits, the triceratops make... is restrained. Okay. Um, and the strength saving throw, when does that happen? Um, it says... As an action, the restrained target may make a DC 12 strength check, bursting the webbing on success. Is there any limit on what can be uh, restrained? Is there, is it like uh, is there a particular target nope. I'm thinking about? No, no, nope. no. Is, no yeah. is there is there a particular restriction? I'm more thinking about like the size because nope. this counts as a huge beast. Does that not? No, nope. it just says it just says um, uh, on hit. I will just double check to see if there. It has been retconned anywhere. Bear with me. I kind of feel like this this makes sense because yeah, if you manage to like hit it in such a way, regardless of its size, it would still get tangled up. Yeah. I'm I'm just double checking. Um, I mean, if you think about it, small spiders can net things which are like thirty times their body weight, uh, depending on the strength of the thing. Yeah. Um, I'm just double checking. It says immediately restrained. As far as I can tell, it's irrespective of the creature's size. Obviously, I think the idea is you know if you put a load of webs in a dragon's wings it will momentarily struggle to beat them. Mm. Realistically, though, a dragon's almost certainly going to pass a DC-12 strength check, so it's unlikely to hold it for long. I think Rana's just told me how he plans to deal with a dragon, I throw it in. Um. <laughs> yes, uh, because if it can't flap its wings, it falls, right? Uh, That's a good point. The question is, how do you get the spider up to fire the webs at it? 
True. Well, it'd have to get within 60 feet. I mean, I'd be at disadvantage, so it'd be a hard, hard sell. Well, hopefully at that point, uh, Rana can wild shape into something that can fly. So what he does is he flies up high enough, then transforms into a spider. And then and then drops. An aerial combat whilst falling. <laughs> yeah. So do I... I'm assuming I roll to hit with plus five against uh, the yes. triceratops DC. Yeah. Yeah, so you, yeah, you'd roll to attack the um, roll to attack the animal. Very bad. Uh, oh no. Ten. Ten. Yep, that's not going to do it. Uh, you fire out your webs, um, and a few of them stick to the triceratops's leg, but just don't quite make the connection well enough and snap away as it uh, takes a step. Also, the the difficulty being that uh, Ron now can't do that for six rounds. So what's that? Uh, oh webs. no, there's webbing. The web has a, I think it's a six round, six round recharge. Uh, it says recharge five to six. So yeah, <laughs> sad times. Anyway, back to the top of the round. We are with Percival. Ah. Percival, you have managed to get yourself into the saddle <laughs> somehow. The right way round. Um, <laughs> are we sure? And uh, you have a, you have a Percival. Uh, you have a Percival. You have a Siliqui, um trying to, uh, trying to basically direct you as to what to do. Siliqui, now is not the time. <laughs> I, ca- I can't see if he's got a wallet, so I don't think we can stop him from charging. Siliqui <laughs> oh, oh. would answer him back and give him some really oh, bad like, answers back, but unfortunately, we are in an I- initiative thingy. <laughs> You're in initiative, yeah, exactly. so yeah. So it's, it's she's not... just instead. Yeah. So you will take my puns and like them. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, Percival. What are you is, doing? Is there any uh, any like reins or anything like that 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 look like I could sort of grab and try and restrain the beast? Um, it has been pouring down quite heavily on you for the last, you know, several hours. Um, so, <laughs> oh my god, what are we doing? <laughs> Oh, yes, there are there are indeed rains um, that you can you find sort of have just sort of bunched up behind the crest of the uh, the um, I was about to say tortoise um, <laughs> triceratops. <laughs> so I'd I'd like to uh, to grab those reins, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he's seen uh, riders do it where you kind of you pull back on the reins. Um, gotcha. And, and shout, whoa, nearly, or something. Okay, roll me a uh, animal handling check, please. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to say so far, this yep. is playing out almost exactly like Rana's night the night before, including the whoa, nearly. <laughs> <laughs> the scary thing is, is that uh, Rana wasn't the one saying it. <laughs> uh, did it also involve a high stakes but low speed chase? <gasps> <gasps>